Heather, tell us about your date. Well, when he first showed up, I thought, he's cute and built and kind of sensitive. Butthead, first impression? Uh, well, Chuck, I thought she had big thingies. So then what happened? He took me to the Quick Mart. Yeah. <laughs> I bought her some nachos so she'd, like, put out. Really? Did it work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I scored, Chuck. <laughs> cool. <laughs> beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Chuck Webster, you're challenging us and we're going to get you. Another wonderful accent attempt by Bruce. Yep, I'm going to keep him up. Yeah. And this is episode 59, A Shot in the Dark. Boy, it sounds almost like a porn movie. Uh, um, 30 seconds in, we were going to edit. Uh, all right. I think it would be called a shot in the something else if it was a porno, but well, yes, some this people like the lights out, you uh, know, turn the lights out. Remember uh, steel Panther. Oh, uh, <laughs> so in this one, this is really the first true inspector Clouseau movie. Yes. Where uh, he is really gets the character down. I recommend it. It's also the first appearance of Dreyfus who becomes very prominent in future episodes. It also has uh, Elkie summer in it. Cato. Cato is in it for the first time. So this is really the first true Inspector Clouseau-style Pink Panther movie. You know, it's not called Pink Panther. Recommended. Very funny. I don't think Bruce has seen it, though. Nope. Not at all. I, the only, I've seen the 70s ones, not the 60s. So I was going to watch today, but unfortunately I had to, I had to labor on Labor Day. Bummer. But I got two and a half times to pay. Boom. Boom. I'll take that. I'm looking at the screenplay. It's by Blake Edwards, which makes sense, and William Peter Blatty. He's the guy who did Exorcist. That's weird. That is weird. All right, so what what are we going to talk about here? Oh, I want to get one thing out of the way immediately. Oh, here we go. Harrison Ford. Yes. It is Harrison Ford. Okay, people are saying it's not. Well, can, can you explain to our audience what happened? The morphing picture? I had the yeah the morphing picture that who sent that to us was it Joe or was it somebody else I forget who it was that's why I have to look look it up I want to give credit here someone sent a morphing picture of basically I think it was the the movie poster yeah and morphed it into what's on the back glass and it is exactly the same it is Harrison Ford is it yes it is. <laughs> Hold on, let me go. I gotta get to this. I have to go. I think it's on Facebook on the Slam Till Podcast page. Yes, please check us out on Facebook. I'll do that early this time. We can also be found on YouTube. I was thinking of, uh, and I'll run this by the uh, listenership. I was thinking of putting the podcast actually out on YouTube also, just to use our channel in some way. Just throwing it out there, if anyone has any um, reasons why that would be a good idea, I can start putting those out there. Still looking. He's still looking. I'm still trying to kill time here. Um, I see that. We can yeah. get back to that in a few seconds. Mm. Yeah, I don't see where we... I don't see... Every, the problem is everyone freaking sends us everything, and I can't find it. So our listeners send us stuff like we asked them, and that's the problem. Yeah, no, the problem is it goes to everywhere. It goes to everywhere. Yeah. 
But yeah, I know he, uh, I forget. I think was it Joe or was I forget who it was? But somebody did send us the morphing Harrison Ford. Thank you and, for the morphing Harrison Ford picture. Whoever you are, I am terribly yes. sorry. Bruce cannot find your name. You're the one that brought it up. I didn't. No, Bruce cannot find your name. It's your job. You're a social media director. Whatever. Whatever. But yes, he has ruled out that now it is truly Harrison Ford. It is Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. So, so let's see. News. News of the a piece of news. Piece of news. So let's see. We got. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Um, John Trudeau. John Trudeau's arrest. Yes. Which I, I noticed we weren't the only podcast that said, if you want more info, just go to Nate Shivers Coast to Coast Pinball Podcast. Pretty much every other podcast said that. Some avoided it. Yeah, they're smarter than we are. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Zach Sharp had to make uh, his first um, official official statement. statement as the marketing director. Not not the way you want to do it. He made a statement to uh, Pinball News. Yep. Which you can read by going to Pinball News's new site. Go to pinballnews.com. We're not going to repeat the the statement. You can read it there and check out their new site, which they've uh, well new new format. It looks all brand new and cool, and check it out. That's pinballnews.com. Very good friends of ours, both you know, both of us know uh, you know pinball Martin. news very Martin very well. We saw him actually last at uh, where would we see him last? Was it at uh? Well, I saw him at whatever show I went to last because he's always there. Yeah, I know. So I probably saw him in Texas. Probably. I probably saw him. I saw him at uh, California. I think he was there. Oh yeah, that's right. He was. He was yep. there. It was good to see him there. So, hi, Martin. Stern in Brazil. Stern in Brazil. What are they doing yeah. in Brazil, Bruce? Well, supposedly Stern is going to be making a production in Brazil to avoid the heavy tariffs when products are brought in to Brazil. Supposedly, Gary didn't say this, but he wrote it, that this was going to happen. So it must be true. Okay. <laughs> That's honestly, you know, he actually quoted that today or yesterday. What, Instagram post alluding yeah. to Stern Manufacturing in Brazil? Yeah. Yeah, Gary didn't officially confirm anything. But he said he typed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's senileism coming in, boys and girls. They're not, move, I don't, they're not moving production to Brazil. So don't, don't worry, folks. Not the whole production. They're just moving production down there to get around the tariffs. Because I've actually gotten a lot of re-imports from South America myself. And they're all in bars that smoke, so they're bad. Very bad. Smoke is bad? Well, once you once you had cancer, smoke is bad. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Yes. I got gotcha. you. Is, today is a good day. Well, sort of a good day. Sort of a bad day for me. And Okay, is it a good day or a bad day? It's both. 20 years ago today, I started uh, my chemotherapy for my cancer. I haven't really talked. Have we talked about that much on the show? We have. Not much. A little bit. Yeah, so I started my chemo rounds today. So 20 years ago, I started my hardest time in my life. And you guys all now suffer for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I bet you our our listeners didn't know that's where the yawning started. Yes. He never yawned at all before the chemo. Never. Once the chemo hit, boom, yawn. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Yawn, yawn, yawn. So I'm looking at the news. Uh, not much news, but we did get clarification on something we mentioned last week. Yep. 
the heads up pinball championship like what the hell is it going to be and where the hell is it going to be held etc well we know the what when and where now it is in las vegas the same week as the tournament for uh big buck hunter that's why it's actually happening at the hard rock cafe Las Vegas, and the prize is actually a brand new pro aerosmith yes I'd go for that. I'd go for that, too. I'd go for that. And what kind of format is this going to be, Bruce? Two machines. And you're playing head-to-head against somebody. And not in score. It's in goals. So it's World Cup soccer? No. Oh. Oh, oh you mean goals. As yes. in the, oh, okay. Sorry. Fail. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's goal-oriented. Goal-oriented. Yep. And I don't, I don't think you'll know until... The game starts and they flip over maybe a card and that's what you got to go for. Okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah, especially if they don't let them know and it's like, and your goal is. I think that's what it should be. You flip it over and you say, okay, and they both can see it. Like you know, maybe you put it on a TV in between the machines. Yep, and you could make them. You could make them even like quicker. Like Metallica's your game, and your goal is start Grave Marker Multi Ball. Start Sparky or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the plan. I think the qualifying, I think it's like, I don't know how much it is, $20? And they're going to live stream it. Yep, live stream it. Good luck to them. This will be interesting. And speaking of Josh, I think he is probably the world record holder for uh, how many podcasts one person can be on for pinball. You called him a very unflattering name. What? The podcast whore. He is the podcast whore. But I love him. But I think Steve's trying to get that title. Steve. Bowden. Bowden. Okay, why is he trying to get the title? He's been on one podcast that Josh hasn't been on. He's been on the Pinball Player podcast, the one I talked about last week. Okay. He went on there. Great interview. If you want to hear Steve again, found a couple of interesting items about it. I'd highly recommend the Pinball Player podcast. We, we, I even got a shout out on it. Not you. I did. Well, yeah, no one cares about me. But uh, they they shouted out because I I actually thanked him for both of us, saying congratulations on the great podcast. But he 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 said Bruce Nightingale sent me an email, and that was pretty cool. And we both were shouted out also on Buffalo Pinball. Oh yeah, I, that that I did hear. Yes, yeah, they, so. they mentioned me during their whole alien thing. Yes, about yeah. the alien. <laughs> me and Nick are kind of in the same boat with the alien thoughts. I think. Yeah, I kind of agree. Also, yeah. It's, it is a pig and a poke when you actually uh, get into that stuff. It's clunkarama, baby. Yeah, and they actually told everyone that I am not in the Buffalo Pinball this year. No, you're not. I'm not. But that will come later on why I'm not. Yeah, we're not going to mention that yet. No, not until it's ready. I also got a shout-out on that flipping podcast this week, too. Really? What did they say about you? They didn't say it. Colin said it. Oh, oh okay. The boys, Tommy and Taylor, gave a question to Colin saying, would you buy either, if you had your choice, a dialed in, a new Star Wars, or... Ten classics. classics. Yeah, then he mentioned he saw your... My my picture. Your picture and said, yeah, that's what I want. (laughs) It was very flattering. (laughs) So I was very happy about that. They made me smile a lot. 
there was also a little bit of news personal with us. The TTI, the uh, Trash Talker Invitation. These oh, guys again. Yeah, I know. We, we actually give them, I think, a little too much time. <sighs> yeah. I, but, I think you know, I, I, we, we got their attention with Raymond Davidson. We, I know that. We did, we did get their attention with Raymond Davidson. So would you like to read off that letter that they sent out today? The one that I should have up in front of me, but don't. You should, but you don't. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll have it up in front of me in a second. All right, here we go. It's called Bring On the Paper Champions. <laughs> Before that, they actually announced a new player coming in. And one getting booted. And one getting booted, Mitch, uh, I forget his last name. Yep, they booted their Massachusetts state champion. Yep, because the way he played against Eric Stone. Because of his, his, they said his poor performance, even though they neglected to mention the first couple rounds that he advanced in, they just brought up the, the round he lost 4-0 in. Yes. Typical classy, you know, that's what I would expect from those guys. That's New Englanders, yes, yep. definitely. Yeah. They even, they even stabbed their own in the back. So, the person who beat Mitch, Eric Stone, got an invitation. Of course he did. Of course he did. I think they did that because they were scared. I think they're scared of scared uh, of Raymond showing up. Number three. And this is what we got from them. This was on, uh, this was today. Dear Slam Till Podcast, it's been a few weeks and you've learned firsthand what a futile challenge it is to find New York area players that are worthy competitors for the Trash Talker Invitational. Well, hold on. Let's stop that right there. Okay. We think we found one in New York. We just have to talk to the person. We'll bring that up after the rest of the letter. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Attempting to bring in a ringer from outside New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area wasn't part of our deal. And we consider it unfair and underhanded trick to sway the results of the tournament. It's a a good (laughs) thing that... This is the kind of behavior that the Trash Talker Invitational Selection Committee admires. Feel free to expand your search into any corner of the world. In fact, we'll sweeten the pot. If you can find a top 25 player that feels he can beat the best of New England, we'll even give you an additional invite, and we'll donate $100 to Project Pinball in their name. Wow. Mm. Like I was talking to Bruce, I mean, I could think of one offhand, but I know he is predisposed on that weekend. Yes, we've already talked about them. And they probably know that, too. That's why they did that. Yes, of course they did. Because that's another typical New England maneuver right there. Yes. So I'm going to get the flight ready for Raymond. Yep, we're, we're, <laughs> we're working on that. He was on the East Coast, actually, this week. He was in Washington, D.C. Hi, Raymond. Hello. <laughs> I think we're going to get our New York player. And a little revenge. What do you think? Uh, if, if he's available, I'm sure he'd do it. I think he will. I think he will, just for revenge. If going back last year, our own Tim Balls was originally in it. And what did they do to him? They booted him. They booted him because they were afraid of him. Well, they said it was for other reasons. But, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's from New York, etc. But yeah, they were scared. They saw an increase in his ability, and they were scared. Very much so. Yep. Now, the funny thing is, this weekend, Keith Ellen was in New York. So that means he's lived in New York for two days. We're in. Yeah. Come on back, Keith. Yep. We did find another piece of information from Keith. Oh, yeah. I guess my Roller Games 2000 idea will not will not happen. Nope, it will not happen. Because a certain certain designer does not like that mention, that game. Yeah, which is weird, because I think it's a great game. Yeah, but I think he's more pissed about the show getting, like, 
off Booty. the air, yeah, before it even was released. I think it left a bad taste in a certain designer's mouth, so. Yeah. So we have a new idea. New idea. Yep. We scratch all that roller game stuff out, and we go with Spaceballs. The hyperspace ramp is now... Ludicrous speed. Ludicrous speed. And then we've gone to plaid. You can actually make the screen go plaid. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Instead of the Death Star, we have Mega Maid. And then the selectable characters would be... The Princess. The Princess, Lone Star. Lone Star. Barf. Barf. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Joan Rivers. Yeah, Joan Rivers. I don't remember the name of the character. I just remember it's Joan Rivers. Or if you really want it, you can even do the dark side version of the machine with President Scrooge, Pizza the Hut. <laughs> uh, what's the other? Uh, <laughs> it's just <laughs> Pizza the Hut. It is a Lone Star. And it's Rusty Sidekick. Puke. Puke. That's barf. <laughs> Puke, barf, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, you have those two, plus you have. Uh, you can have, uh, what's his name, uh, Colonel Sanders. And you can also, who would be the fourth villain? Dark Helmet. Did we mention Dark we Helmet? Did, we, uh, we, so that would be, we can do it, definitely. I think that would So that's the one. new idea. Yep. Space I think it would be millions. Make more than Star Wars overwhelming. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Uh, so, I think that's all for news, except for... Uh, well, we're going to get T-Sex into that TTI thing. You watch. That sounded so weird. T-Sex into TTI. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. We have enough oh, my's lately. Do we need more oh, my's. Yes, very much so. So, uh, repairs. I did all mine oh. last week. None? No, none. Wow. I got to see which one up and running fully. Just need a couple of cab switches, which I used at the uh, tournament at Buffalo. So I got to order a couple cab switches. They're sticking, and I tried your stuff. I had a little bottle of it, and I tried that, and that just didn't work even on those. So order those up. They'll be coming Thursday, so I'll be popping the switches in and going from there. So see which one will be completely done. Maybe someone will buy it that listens to this podcast and emails us regularly. Maybe she won't. Hint, hint. Yes, I think by saying she, you kind of gave away who it is, but yes. Yeah, I think so. I got that all working, plus I uh, did some light sockets on that. I actually replaced a connector on that. A couple coil sleeves. What else did I do on that? Oh, I had to replace one of those pop bumper lights. Pain in the ass on the sterns. Good and bad. Because you can take the whole assembly out by unbolting the four bolts. That's the cool thing. But they're pretty tight in there also with that bracketry, so bad thing. Oh, what else did I do on a machine? Yeah, connector. Yeah, I think that's about it, but I working now. Up and running, doing this thing. I got 2.1 million out of it before. 2.1 million? Yep. Got to make that harder, dude. It's pretty hard. It's yeah. fast. Yeah, got to make it harder. That's too high a score. Well, you forget who you're talking to. Oh, oh, the great Bruce. I like when you say it that way. Oh, you are so good at Sea Witch. Oh, my. Oh, my. So I'm waiting for Sea Witch 2 so I can do the same thing and then uh, go from there. That'll be nice to see and play. Somebody set up a new machine, I heard. Yes. Yes, I did. And? 
I didn't play it yet, but I set it up. Fail. Here's, I'm going to go over my dialed-in experience. Positives and negatives. And let's see, and, and I'd say at least one of the negatives will probably turn out to be a positive. Oh my. Oh my. Since, since we're so negative on this, we'll start with the negatives first. Of course, that's our way of, of going. Course, that's, we just we run on negative. That's, that's... that's what we do. So um, when I got it, it has the, the QED dude, has the lightning bolt thing that he holds, yep. the two lightning bolts, and it's rubber banded to him. Well, when I got mine, it was rubber banded to him, but there was like two of them. Like it wasn't, I, I seem to remember being one piece. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, it is supposed to be one piece. And actually just broke in half oh, at some cute. point during shipping, I guess. Because it was, it was rubber banded to him, but it was like split in half. I didn't, you know, I'm trying to put it in his hands and it's like falling up. You know, it's like, uh, something's not right here. I think this is supposed to be one piece. So this is where the positive part. I opened a help desk ticket, whatever, with Jersey Jack. Yep. They responded immediately. This was um, on Saturday. And um, I sent them my address, and they shipped it out today, or at least I got the thing that they're going to ship it out. Nice. The lightning bolts. So that was quick. It was very quick. Really, the only other negative I would say is the uh, the mount, the playfield mounting system. Mm-hmm. It's not much different than Stern's. Ugh. In other words, you pull the playfield out, and you get the little drop. Mm-hmm. Not quite as much, but you get it. Boom. And then when you push it back in, it stops. And you got to, you know, do the little push technique there to get the play field in. I, I don't get that, being that they, they used a lot of Williams stuff in there. Why they couldn't use the Williams, you know, play field mounting. Superior mounting yeah, system. Yeah, system. I don't know why they couldn't just do that. The rest of it looked like a Williams cabinet. Heavy bucker, isn't it? Yes, it's heavy as hell. No one's going to steal it from you. It's extremely <laughs> heavy. The build quality is is much higher than any stern. Yeah, I've ever and I've had four or five new inbox sterns now. It, it's far surpasses them. I mean, the bottom of the thing, solid hardwood. Yeah, it's hardwood. It's heavy, so heavy that the head's a little taller, which you found out. Oh yes, yeah, you found out the hard way. Probably more to accommodate the screen and everything else. It's just that yes. it's a little bit taller. But other than that, it looks like a Williams cabinet from the 90s mm-hmm. is what it looks like. They have the little metal little metal things that the legs go on on the outside, you know, like yep. Stern does. Yep. But they also are including felt protectors in addition now. Oh, wow. Which, that was nice. Because I was going to use my felt protectors, and then when I got it, it's like, oh, they already have them. Okay, that's cool. The other thing is they use the Williams leg plates. So you're not going to have splitting cabinets yes, with yep. this. And in addition to that, whenever I would get a new Stern game, I would always tap, re-tap the leg bolt holes. Because mine were always, would always be stiff. Like when you go to take, because when you get a new box game, it comes with the leg bolts in the holes. So you take them out. And on all the Sterns I've ever done, they came out very hard. Yes. And so I'd always just tap them, just, just to be safe. This, these all came out without a tool. Just finger. Boop, 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 boop. Right out. No problem. That was nice. 
Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice. I mean, the inside is very clean. The way because they it it looks they moved a lot of the stuff out of the bottom, so now it's just got the transformer in the back. It's got the speaker. I done. mean, it looks done. I mean, it looks. And I haven't gone into the head yet to investigate. Check it out. I did read the manual, and I have I have my own custom level zero graphic on there. So that's pretty cool. Actually, I got to get a bigger version of it because it it the height is right, but it's not the width isn't. It's not long enough, so it doesn't fill the whole screen. Um, I could I could put our um, podcast logo on there if I wanted to. That'd be there interesting. That'd be really cool. The menuing system's cool. It's all like a GUI. It has the same four button system. Yep. Um, all the terminology is like they they call like the pop uppers are jets. So someone is really uh. Hammering home the Williams terminology there. The only thing, um, well, a couple more things. The the Bob's sign, what is it called? Crazy Bob? Yep. Number one, where it's positioned is, is stupid. It's almost at an exact angle where you can't read it when you're playing it. And I, I've seen some people have moved theirs, which I'm mm-hmm. probably going to be doing. Because you, okay. can't, you can't read it where, where it is. Also, the Big Bang target on mine... There's a, a there's a wire that goes it comes off of the wire form above the target for the, mm-hmm. for a switch. They ran the wire right in front of the target. Oh boy. So basically you wouldn't you actually would not be able to hit the target, it would hit the wire first. So I had to move that to where it should be. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's a, that, that would have sucked if I didn't notice it, but yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was kind of a pain. I had to take. I end up taking the target out from underneath, and then sliding the wire over, then putting the target back in. Mm-hmm. Then that was fine. It's where I assume it's supposed to be, because there's no other place for it to go underneath the play field in that area. So, so how long is it going to take before you uh, play this thing? Four, five more weeks. As soon as I get my uh, Cliffy protectors and put them in, and I'll start playing. After Expo. After Expo. Okay, gotcha. After Expo. Hey, you said it'd <laughs> yeah. be three. You said it'd be three weeks. After Expo. Oh, so you think it's going to be after Expo? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And well, Expo is coming up in only six more weeks. And I'm not going again. Oh. Bum, 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 so, overall, you're enjoying the quality. Oh, yeah. Like what I um, like what I see so far, that's for sure. Okay, so you're, you're a convert now. Uh, well, I know the gameplay is good because I have played the game. So unless my gameplay is completely different than the other two or three dialed ins I played, I should be good. Nice. It has the latest code on it, one one three. Interesting thing is, in the coil strength section, it has a couple of like, it'll show you what the the values are. Like coil strength twenty one. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have no frame of reference of what twenty one means, but it'll show you ones that have been changed from default. And the interesting thing is in the manual, it said it has all three flippers at like 21, which I thought was kind of weird because the one's a side flipper. You would think that'd be a little less of a less strength. When I go into the menu, it is less strength. It's been it's been cranked down a little bit. Oh wow! But that's not the factory default. Like it's a different color. It's like if it's not what if it's changed from factory default, it's red. So somebody must change that at the factory. It also has things I like, like it, ha- and I, I think Stern does this too. You can save the settings, mm-hmm. so when you do, you know, upgrade to a new version, you can put your, you know, reload your settings, so you don't have to do everything all over again. That's really nice. 
Yeah, and I did change. I changed one thing. It's interesting. From factory default, it comes on free play. Oh, that's different. Again, for so it's definitely for home use or considers it like a home use thing. Free play mm-hmm. is the default, and the high score table is default twenty one characters. Oh wow! You know the the full thing. Now I changed mine to three because I'm just old school. You're just old. I'm just old. Well. <laughs> they have there's a dialed in at Bloomingdale's right now yes, in New York City. And I noticed in one of the pictures they have it set up with the twenty one character high score table. I don't think that's a good idea. No, a lot of swearing can go on there. Yeah, it'll be like Trump sucks balls or something will pop up on there or something like yep. that. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And they also have a Star Wars there also. Yeah. So they might want to change that. Oh yeah. Or maybe they think just responsible adults will play it and Kids won't, and then responsible adults would never put anything vulgar in there. <laughs> exactly. I know Bruce would. Yeah. So oh, I'd be second. Yes. Yes. Of course you would. I'd be sitting slam tilt podcast. Oh my. No, you'd be putting other podcasts. Sucks. <laughs> Suck it. So, yep, that was my dialed in experience. More to follow as I actually play it. Packed well, no damage, no. Packed well, no yep. damage. No damage. I, I managed to get it downstairs with help of my stair climbing cart, or stair descending cart in this case, and I got it set up all by myself with my PB tilter. I was wondering how much that would, that how hard that would be with the tilter. It is a lot heavier. Yeah. But I did test it with the uh, Guns N' Roses and also a Twilight Zone, so... Yeah, it was fine. Okay, good. That's good. Then I can actually put that on the list of good things to do. So I have two more games downstairs. You have two more? Other than the Sea Witch? Yeah. Jesus. Okay, what what do we get now? Well, one is Zach's actual game. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. I'm actually storing his Grand Prix. Or as I like to say, Grand Prick. <sighs> you had two of those and you couldn't get either one working. No, I had one. And you couldn't get that working. I couldn't get that. Well, I got it to work, and then it didn't work, and it just was all fired up. So right now, Zax is downstairs. It was working until it gets to this house, and what happens then? And it breaks. It shit the bed. But now you can have Zach fix it. Exactly. You didn't have Zach before. No, I did not. What shit the bed on it? Keeps on scoring 100 points continuously. Thug switch? We were thinking on the stack, yeah. Somewhere in the score stack. But it's on all players, so if you go to player two... It just keeps on scoring up, so I think it's on the, the true scoring stack. And then I have a space station downstairs i got to repair for one of the guys out in Syracuse, Ryan. Space station? Yeah, so it's weird. When he powers and it powers on, all the coils start firing. Okay. I haven't even looked at it yet. All the coils start firing. Just to start firing. Yep. Like on a switch, like on a coil test, or just all fire yeah. at once? All fire, like, ding, 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 ding. And then when it finally boots, it boots up, and then it's happy. Hmm. Yeah, weird. That is weird. Yep. So Expo, six weeks away. Yeah, we mentioned that. And we haven't heard anything. About what? Like, what's coming up? What's, you know... What do you mean we haven't heard anything? There's a whole schedule. No, I mean, like, the good stuff. Like, last year, we, you know, we found out about Batman around this time. Well, we think Jersey Jacket's going to be Pirates. Yep. Which, and then Stern is going to be, it's either going to be Guardians of the Galaxy or Iron Man, or Iron Man, Iron Maiden. 
Guardians. So you think it's Guardians. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hope my mother doesn't see that. Oh, I'm showing it to her. Maybe I'll be able to buy my Sea-Witch back. Nope. Can't fit those games in their house. Oh, we can find a way. No. They need to get a wider wider door. I, I told, told him that. that. I told him that. He needs to put a new door. New opening if he wants games in there. Period. We can do it, Dad. No. Don't believe the, the Don't sun listen to one. him. Don't listen Don't to listen him. Don't listen to Sun 1. Listen to Sun 2. Listen to Sun 1. Sun 2. Get a wider door. So. Mail time? The mail ball bag. The mail ball bag. And did we have any stuff on the site? We probably did. Yes, we did. I'm so going you to can that do that. Right yep. We got the first one from the winner of our contest. Yes. The winner of our PB helper. He says, hi, guys. Sorry that I'm now just writing back. I've been extremely busy as of late. And every time I intend to write, something has come up and slips my mind. I have received my awesome prize and have put it to good use. Unfortunately, I wish it was being used for other reasons, but it still helped a lot. I have to break down my game room for the time being for space reasons. Ooh. I have too many machines at the moment. That never happens. Come on. Mm-hmm. And nowhere to put them. Oh, well, okay. And nowhere, well, or nowhere practical anyway. Okay, what's practical? Nothing's practical in this world. I mean, come on. You can put one in your bedroom, living room, get rid of the couch. There's options. He says, I am in the beginning stages of building a detached game room and workshop. Ooh. But with the uh, wettest summer we have had in years has pushed back has pushed this back over and over. I couldn't hold out any longer and had to make some more room to store pins temporarily until the new structure is finished. In any case, the pinball helper really made the job of breaking the machines down so much easier. I'd re- recommend it to anyone who sets up or breaks down pins. Thanks again. Thank you, Stephen. Very nice. Bally Special Force is the subject line. But Bruce and Ron, have either of you ever played a Bally Special Force? Yes. We actually have one at the Sanctum. That is, is that the one with the extra buttons on the side and you fire missiles? Yes. yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno, burn, That's a 6509, right? 6803. 6803. I never, you know, I've got to write that down. I never get that right. 6803. I, I would say there's worse 6803s than that one. Oh, there is. Like, you know, Escape from Lost World, terrible. But, I mean, uh, the missiles are a cool little feature. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't remember hating it, and I don't remember saying, "Wow, this is awesome!" Either. So I guess that would be I'm, I'm more in the middle than Bruce. Yeah. Uh, he says this was the pinball machine that got me into pinball. My best friend had one in his basement when I was in high school. We played the crap out of it for, for years. I haven't played it since the year 2000, and they don't often come up for sale. I loved it back then, but my taste and experience with pinball has changed. I found one locally, but the guy is asking way too much for it. It's in good condition, but I don't think it's worth 1300 Would you ever want to own one, and what would you pay? I would own one for 800 bucks. So you wouldn't pay 1300 No. Why, because it was in great condition? No. Okay, what would you pay for one in great condition? 800 bucks. Still, only 800 It's not a fun game. I think there's better games out there for that price range. That's from Pete. Thanks, Pete. Hi, Pete. Thank you. We got one from Jim. It's a captive ball on pin side. Hello, Slam Tilt Crew. Hello. Hello. Thanks for the kind remarks towards us Houston folks, as it will likely be several months before some are able to get back in their homes. 
Not to mention all the work that will be done to repair all the damage done by Hurricane Harvey. I was fortunate to be one of the lucky ones. We did not see any high water in the immediate area around our home, though only a few miles away, there were several places not so lucky. Oof. Ron, I was watching some of the Classics 2 tournament from the Buffalo Pinball Open and noticed your player picture you giving the horns. Hope this complies with Gene's trademark. He dropped that. Gene dropped the trademark request oh, for he the, uh, the horns. Yeah, He knew. He, he took too much shit for that, so he uh, he dropped it. So I, I didn't have to send him. He's like, I wonder how much the check was that you had to send him. No, I didn't have to send him a check. He dropped it. So let's see. I was able to finally pick up a Bally Frontier last week. Nice. A pin that I've been looking for a couple years now. Looking for for a couple years. It's going to need some love to get it in cosmetically good shape, but it's a solid player right now. Kicking my ass all over the place as I continue to hit the start button over and over. As it should. As you should. It's not as difficult as Flash Gordon, but I would put it in the same class. I've attached a picture of my current Bally lineup, and I am jealous. We have we have Flash Gordon, 8-Ball Deluxe, Paragon, and Frontier. I think Frontier's harder. Now, you knowing me, Bruce, mm-hmm. out of these four games, there's three I definitely would want to have, and four would be a maybe. Which would be the maybe? 8-Ball Deluxe. No. Really? Really. So Bruce really doesn't know it. <laughs> well, Paragon, I know you want. Yep. Frontier, I know you want. Yep. You wouldn't want Flash Gordon? Uh, I'd, I'd want 8-Ball Deluxe over Flash Gordon. Okay. The only problem I have with these games... What's the one problem I have with these games? Um, do they have LEDs in them? Yes, they do. Are, are you sure? They just could be bright incandescents. What do I know about incandescents compared to LEDs? Those things are LEDs. <sighs> Just say no to plastic games with LEDs. My personal tip. <laughs> Looking forward to the next episode. Cheers, Jim. Thanks, Jim. And don't listen to Bruce. They look fine. Keep, keep your LEDs in there. They're fine. No. <sighs> All right. And we got our last one. This is from uh, Jason. You remember from our earlier podcast, he was the one having um, fun trying to, I believe, sell his machine. It looks like he's having more fun because the uh, subject line is, I really hate selling effing machines. Yeah. So it's like, hello, guys, and here we go again. I am selling my Lord of the Rings, and so far the first two to show up are complaining about the cost of putting LEDs in the machine. Then they both tell me I need to come down on my price to cover that expense. What the serious fuck? I would just say to him, guess what? What did it come with? To all you potential buyers, you can just omit that fucking statement and just take your offer without explaining to the seller that they really need to consider the expense of your goddamn preference of fucking LEDs. Just make your fucking offer, whatever it is, and go from there. I'm telling you that is bad, a bad bargaining chip. My wife and I have sold over 50 pinball machines since 1998. All you're doing is pissing off the seller. It's better to just say whatever price you're thinking of spending than the need to come down on your price because the machine does not have LEDs. Sorry to rant, but seriously, WTF, help me, Bruce. Please, frigging help me. Damn the LEDs. My motto would just be then, this isn't the machine for you. And just, okay, have a nice day. See you later. Bye. And they're like, oh, oh, what do you mean? No, no, no. This isn't the machine for you. 
you could tell Bruce has had this conversation before. Oh, I've had this conversation many times with different things. Like I've had, uh, I was selling one of my World Cup soccer's, the one you know, and I was selling it for at the time fourteen hundred dollars. Guy comes up, you go, I'll give you a thousand. This is at a show. I'm like, no. And he, I think he expected me to come back, and I just turned around and walked away. So a few minutes later, he comes back. He goes, well, "How about would you take twelve? Or no? He said, "No." He said eleven. I didn't even answer. And the guys looked at me. He goes, "Do you? Did you hear me?" I said, "I'm only listening when I actually hear a freaking realistic number." And he walked away. Like a half an hour, forty-five minutes later, came back and he's like, well, "How about thirteen hundred? I said, "Now we're talking." Because I was ready to tell you next time you came in with a number, I was going to say, have a nice day and don't come back. I did that to somebody on a no fear at York one year. I had a no fear. I had for like 1600 And the guy came up and said, I'll give you 11 for it. I said, nope, this isn't the machine for you. Sorry. So he came back later on. And he goes, oh, I'll, give, I'll give you 13 I'm like, no, I told you. I'm not selling you this game. You could offer me 1600 or $1,700 for it right now. I'm not selling you this game. Really? Like, yeah, really. Never saw him again, but guess what? Sold the machine, sixteen fifty. You should do a video. Bruce's hard-ass buying and selling techniques. <laughs> Bartering 101. Be an asshole. It sometimes makes you money. And if not, there's also another person out there that'll buy it. Don't worry. Patience is a virtue. And how much are you selling at Lord of the Rings for? I might have a guy in, in uh, Syracuse that might want to buy it. Right, Eric? So let's see. Be patient and be an asshole. Your brother. There you go. So I got to put that down. I'll put that in the show notes. Be patient and be an asshole. Be a patient asshole. There you go. Patient asshole is your friend. Yep. Okay, do you have anything? for? I thought we had some stuff on the site. We do. First, somebody posted a picture of a star score. A what? Somebody has a picture of a star score last week. What the hell is a star score? Stars score of 448,750. Okay, a stars score. Okay. Yeah, star score. You say you said it again. It sounds like you're saying star score. No, stars score. It was a pretty high score too. It was. What did you do? Did you get underneath did you just glass off? It was really really high. What what was that score again? I, I didn't quite hear that. What what, what was it? 448,750. Man, that's a pretty high score right there i'll have to take that i'm gonna take that down and that is without the 100k from getting which all was the stars. a conversation on tilt forms this week everyone is in disagreement with me i mean i have it i have it off so it basically gives specials so you don't really get any points they they're disagreeing with me also because i feel the same and way. their conversation was whether if you get all five stars you know you got the roving star should you get 100k like Infinite 100K for each hit or just one? See, I, I might be able to go with the just one. I say none. But the infinite 100K would be insane. No, because it makes it unbalanced. The game then is totally unbalanced. The way I have it, you have it, is perfect. You have to earn it on play. We're in the minority, it seems. I don't give a shit. <laughs> when they're coming to my house, they're playing that way. So, everyone... Suck it! <laughs> when I posted the score, I got I, I got a good comment from Levy because somebody said like, "Is that with the glass off?" Yeah. And Levy said, uh, "Ron's many things, but he's definitely not a glass off type guy." Why? Like, thank oh. you. Why? Like, thank you. 
I don't know the other things I am, but I'm not a glass-off type guy. That was in a seven-game series against my dad, which went seven games. Wow, you suck. Which I did win. And that was the only game I had that was over 100K. And that's stars. Okay. So I have two more things. Let me get to them right now. One, Steve Daniels sent us a post. Personally to me, and I'm going to send it to you right now. If it's personal, should we not be reading it? No, it's it's actually for your Star Trek pop bumper issue. Okay. When he had a Star Trek, it actually fixed his problem for the sticking for the ball getting stuck on the lower pop bumper. All right. And while I'm doing this, I want to say hi to the uh, Head to Head podcast boys, Ryan C and Martin. So I just sent uh, Ron the uh, the link yep. for the Star Trek pop bumper description, and it's not a YouTube thing. We could actually post it. And this will, he said it worked 100% when you had a Star Trek. So, I found the magical post from the, from the beginning of the podcast. The Harrison Oh, the one. Harrison Ford morphing. All right. It was from Joe Seravino. Uh, he says, the Harrison Ford controversy ends right here. He's created an animated GIF comparing the original post art by Richard Amsell, which is 100% Harrison Ford likeness, and the Mark Watson backlash artwork. The similarities in the shape of the nose, chin, and ears are identical. It is Harrison Ford likeness on this case closed. Except for the fact that I don't believe Williams had an artist named Mark Watson. They had Doug Watson. Doug Watson, yeah. Steve uh, Bowden then posted saying, The Vinci Code has been revealed. Yep. And then Derek said, uh, It's the eyes that give it away. That's not Harrison Ford until Steve Daniels pointed this out, too. I refuse to believe it, too. Well, according to the Pinball Magazine article, Mark Ritchie, the guy who designed the game, said it wasn't him. So Yeah, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I think he's still trying to cover his ass for getting sued. <laughs> but the controversy continues. For some people, Ron and myself both say it's Harrison Ford. Agree? Agreed. There we go. Uh, we had one more comment. Uh, where is it? It was from uh, Keith Elwin. Oh, he said touchdown is way worse than gridiron. I think they both stink. You just hate Gottlieb. I do. Poor Gottlieb. What did they ever do to you? They made shit games. Actually, yeah, they did make a lot of shit games. But they made good games, too. Some. I did forget two podcasts last week that we do follow also. Buffalo Pinball Bro, do you even talk pinball? And also the uh, Canadian Pinball Podcast we both like, too, so... We got a couple of guests coming up that are big time guests. Oh, you have to let me know who they are. You know one. Oh yeah, I know the one. We're recording that in two weeks. Two weeks. It's been. I sent you an email, and you guess you didn't read my email. We're recording the 16th now. The 16th. All right. Yeah, I did not see that email. When did you send that? Text actually it was three days ago. T- three days ago. Okay. So it's the. Recording instead of the ninth. So that's going to be a good guest. I am very excited about that one. And then we're going to have Mr. Oren Day coming on at the end of the month before Expo. Talking about his history and times at Data East, Sega, and at the beginning of Stern. He was a programmer. I got to deal with all these fun games and in the business. I've known Oren for almost almost 15 years now. And I'm sure Oren could tell you that you did not text me that to me. I think I did. You did not. I'm looking right at my texts. 
the last one I have about the guest as the original date and time. I have nothing that says it was changed. Okay, well, guess what? <laughs> You're letting me know live on the air it's changed. Yes. Okay, I got That's you. the 16th. So if you want to put your emails in, put them in before the 16th for that week. And we might have one or two more guests coming on. So prepare for some kick-ass guests in the fall and winter. And we're going to bring back some old reliables, a.k.a. We're going to try to get back Steve. We're going to get back Tim Balls. And we're going to get back, I hope, our favorite software programmer, Scott. So, would I buy that or would I not buy that? Oh, really? Oh, yes. You know oh. me. I'm trying to... Oh, really? Um, okay. All right. Hold on. Let me get old eBay up here. You got it. All right. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Hoochie coo. Ticket number... 132-318-239-615. I was thinking of so many segments we may want to explain what the hell it is. For newer listeners, this is what we go into eBay. I scour eBay for weeks at a time sometimes and find the sometimes good deals, sometimes the crappy deals, or sometimes the most hilarious sales that people are trying to spawn off on our poor consumers. So you can follow along what we're doing when I give the ticket number out off the eBay, which was this one was 132-318-239-615. And you can follow along and see the games that we're actually talking about. 1988 Williams Joker's Pinball Machine. Needs repair. Powers up but shows two error codes. Several leads on the battery pack have corroded and no longer connect to the circuit board. Several rubber bumpers are loose on the playing field. Two pieces shown in picture were found inside Coin Door. I don't know if they are missing from this machine. Fairly nice paint and graphics. I don't know how to grade it. I bought this machine about 10 years ago with the intention to restore one day but never got to it. It has been stored in a dry climate control basement. Local pickup only near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Jokers. Now the price? $500. $500. So even though I hate this game, for $500... I don't hate it that bad. The PIA is worrying me a little bit. The acid damage is pretty bad. But it doesn't look... It, the weird thing is, it doesn't look like it went... Like, you know, it's saying it's bad P, U41 and U42 in the two uh, pictures. And that's right below the battery, but I don't see any acid damage there. It's probably there, though. But, uh, you know, would you buy that for 500 bucks? <laughs> sure. I would, too, actually. This is a good machine to get a good start on. It's got some chipping on the front cab. The playfield looks pretty good. I was actually impressed with the playfield. The playfield usually gets smoked in the middle. And this one's not. The table usually gets all wiped out, and you actually see wood. And plus, who could, who could not love the queen in that picture? I would buy that for 500 bucks, definitely. And you would, too? I'd buy that. Good, good, good. We're in agreement. Ticket number. This is, this is another one. 172-850-367-035. Williams Sorcerer Project. Game sometimes keeps scoring. That's why it's a project. Has some LEDs installed. Playfield still has factory Mylar. It is $1,300. The playfield is immaculate. I have never seen a sorcerer this nice in a long time for playfield wear. 
Usually they get smoked around the uh, the multiplier numbers. This one is really sharp, really crisp. For the little issues, it's a good game. I love Sorcerer. Yeah, you do. You really like Sorcerer. I do. I I don't know if I pay thirteen hundred. I'd see what you can do. Maybe you can try to PM them privately, even though that's not allowed on. But uh, it's in Illinois, Rock Island. Now, this seller has a lot of games up on eBay. We're going to go to another one right now that he has up. Another one he has is 122. Well, would we buy that or would we not buy that? You would buy that. I'd buy that for one reason the play field's immaculate. Think about it. When was the last time you saw a Sorcerer play field that nice? For me, it wouldn't be worth 1300 But that's just for me. Yeah. So the other two he has on here is uh, 122, 685, 523, This one's for you. Oh, actually, this is maybe it's not the same guy. It no, is not it's, no guy. it's a different guy. Ooh, Road Kings. <laughs> now you're talking, finally. It's in the, but it's in the same same town, Wooddale, Illinois. This game had a fuse that was out related to the high voltage, which supplies power to the displays. The fuse was replaced in blue again. The game will require some board work as there's some damage on the board noted. The game is complete and in good overall shape, but since the fuse kept blowing, we did not test the game further. Playfield's pretty nice. It's very nice. And it does boot to a zero. So in Williams' terms, that's a good thing. Cabin's not bad either. Yeah. I'd buy that. For 420 420 right 420 $420, folks. Ron, you fly out halfway, you drive, you rent the truck, and you drive it back from Illinois from when you go to Texpo. There you go. 13 bids. Yeah. A bunch of them from the same person. Yeah. Trying, that. trying to get it up there. Yep. But um, he's not the current high bidder. Nope. So we'll have to see where that sells at. Be yeah. curious. Nine more days. It's a good deal. Next one he, this guy is selling is a ticket number 122-685-568-263. Starship Troopers. I have a soft spot for this machine. Yeah, you, you, this is another one of those games you like. Let's see. The game works, but it has a weak display. Everything seemed to be working for the most part. Needs to be cleaned. Rubber replaced and switches likely need to be adjusted. So it's a project game, blah, blah, blah. Let's look at the pictures. Probably should say what the price is. It's $818. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. Sega. He's also got one of those Monday Night Footballs for five eighty-five. the same guy. Wait a minute. He actually took pictures of underneath the play field. Yes. And the back box. Oh, my God. Yes, he's. And the glass is off and everything. What's he doing? He's trying to sell a game according to your standards, sir. Wow. Kudos to you, sir. This has 11 bids on it, too, nine days away, so it's probably going to sell for a lot more than that, but there you go. Of course, we, we're helping these guys out, too. By I know. We should, get a percentage. we should get a percentage because the bids are going to be higher. Yep. Either that or we have a listener who's like, oh, please don't mention that. Please don't mention Oh, shit. But your laser cue's still up there for $1,100 by now. And uh, I think that is all. I do have. Well, there's the on. Ugh, excuse me. No, there's, that's. I think that's it. I'm just going through my list. The Chuck E. Cheese outfit's still on there for $10,000. Oh, God. That that was from like a month ago. 
All right, I was still on there. Jesus. So is that Black Sheep Squadron for twelve ninety nine? Black Sheep Squadron. My soldering gun and uh, soldering sta- desoldering gun and uh, soldering station bundle is still on there. I'm looking at. I do need a new soldering iron. Maybe if people want to donate something nice to me. Oh, there's the other one. I was looking for the other one. Here we go. This is a this is an oddball. Ticket number four zero one three nine six five one three eight seven four. This is a favorite of uh, IFPA player number one himself. I'm also a fan. See? Played this at a show once. This and the other one that you hate. Uh, the silent service. Well, no, no, that silence. No. Okay. The submarine one. The submarine one. Well, first we're looking at Secret Service. Yes. Very early Data East game. Uh, Torpedo Alley is the other one I was talking yes, about. Yes, Torpedo Alley. That's it. Which yeah. I, I, I like it. Bruce hates it. Yes. Data East Secret Service pinball, and oh my, it's been led the hell, and they did the whole like um, different colors deal that we all oh, love. Yeah, we love that so we much. We love that. Let's see. It's a pinball, uh, yeah, Secret Service pinball machine, great working order. Creative spinoff of the high-speed layout. Featuring time drop targets, two or three multi-ball modes, carryover jackpot, spinners, kickback, up post, and one-of-a-kind ball eater. Let's see, LEDs throughout. Yeah, we can see that. Yeah. If you're interested, don't wait. Contact me now. $1,400. Buy it now. Now look at that play field. That play field is over almost 30 years old because Stern's almost 30 years. It looks good. It looks great. I actually don't. I don't mind this one. I could. I like the music you can change. Also, apron looks nice. Nice red metal apron. Oh, it's got guns and stuff on the front. Look at that. Yep, and the music's really cool because you can do Secret Agent Man, Mission Impossible, or Get Smart. Wow, I, I didn't realize the side art. The guy looks a lot like Lucky Roger Moore. Mr. Bond. Yeah. He looks a lot <laughs> like Roger Moore. Like a lot like Roger Moore. I know. Hmm. Which, yeah, that would have made sense because he would have still been Bond when this came out. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it has it has the uh, topper. Yep. The, the the lights there. Oh, and they even he's going out of his way to show the boards that the fact that the battery's been replaced. Yep. Would you buy this for $1,400? I might uh, buy. I, I might buy th- this one I might buy for 1400 It's actually a nice shape. I mean, I pull out all the LEDs immediately, but... Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes, good boy. I actually like it. It's not bad. This one's better than whatever the other turd is. I just keep on blocking out of my mind. So there you go. That's the, uh, would we buy that? Nobody bought the three kiss machines from last week. No. Can't blame them there. No, I can't either. Now, if it was four kiss machines, you know. Then maybe. See, that's that's what they should have. They could have done that. Stern could have had, like, the four kiss machines, one for each member. You said member. <laughs> you think you think everyone would buy the Gene Simmons one? I don't know. That's a good question. So say say they had four different ones. They had the you know the demon, the uh, was it the Star Child, Child, the, the cat, and the spaceman. Which one would be the most popular? You would figure the demon would be the most popular. Demon and spaceman. Yeah. Then Star Child, and then of course the cat's always last. <laughs> The cats always last. Yep. <laughs> shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Time to 
pay some bills. You got to pay the bills now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Gene. <laughs> That's what he would say to you, right? <laughs> See, the problem when you play Kiss Pinball, you say you hate Kiss, but then you keep... The songs just keep, like, sticking in your head. Like, why am I singing Kiss songs? Time's up. You don't have to be afraid. Get down. Love is like a hurricane. See, somewhere home. Gene is just smiling, collecting his money. Yes, he is. That he is. Between the eyes. Oh, I gotta stop it. I love him. I love him. www.pinballlifter.com. Check out my site. Buy some lifters, tilters, helpers. I even have people now emailing me from Australia. Luckily, with our affiliation with Australia, they want me to ship stuff down there. So Paul Hogan called you and wanted some of your stuff? Crikey. And everyone's making fun of me on the head-to-head podcast that I kept on saying chunder. Which like, we don't say that anymore. But Martin got so drunk on his Twitch feed. After he did his Twitch feed, what did he do? He chundered. He threw up right after it, which is classic. I loved it. Hi, boys. How do you know he that wasn't on he the said, stream? No, he said afterwards. He said, I, he goes, five minutes after I got off the stream, he ran for the bathroom and chundered. Chunder. Chunder. Well, I puked in the middle of a toilet. Chunder. <laughs> There you go. Chunder. Chunder. Uh, <laughs> well, I was See? shaking at the knees. Yeah. That, that I said, I was shaking at the knees. I said, come out of me, please. Ow. <laughs> okay. Okay. On that note. Uh, pinball star. The one that just sold and delivered successful dialed into my co-host. Which is really the host he likes to plug into me uh, of the Slam Tail podcast, but uh, he did a great job. Go check out out. I'm waiting for mine. I'm thinking probably mine will be no- November December. Crossing fingers. If not later, not a big deal. I'll get the good one. Ron gets the the first run. Oh, I got, I got the good one. And uh, don't forget Mike Pupo, Flipper Fidelity. Yes, he sells the best damn flipper kits, flipper sound kits you will buy out there please go check him out he also sells new stern pinball machines and new stern authorized mods be sure to listen to all our buddies out in the podcast world let's see if we can name them all this time there's coast to coast pinball there's uh this flipping podcast bro do you even pinball head to head the head to head pinball podcast the um canadian pinball podcast the, the pinball players podcast the pinball profile hi jeff hi jeff Man, there's a lot of podcasts out there. When will people even have time to listen to us since we're weekly? I'm traveling tomorrow, so I'm going to listen to a lot tomorrow. I wait usually like a week because I don't want to steal like their ideas or anything like that. Not like some podcasts we know. Hi, Australians. Hey, they assured us that they would not be stealing us anymore. Yeah, a bit of news. Yeah. Well, no, it's a piece of news. That's our thing. Don't say a bit of news because then you're ripping them off. I know. Well, I'm going to rip them off since they ripped us off. No, though. Then we'll get a cease and desist letter from, like, I don't know, Paul Hogan. I keep saying Paul Hogan. 
It's like the only guy, Crocodile Dundee, for those uh, who don't know who the hell that is. Uh, well, no, the whole band ain't going to send us one. Who is the guy in Men at Work? Damn it, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Colin Hay. Is Colin Hay going to serve us with something? Who can it be now? Did you ever eat your Vegemite? Uh, I will, eventually. <laughs> it's sitting on the kitchen table, so I'm sorry. What the hell? Well, I know Jeff Teal has just picked up another pinball machine today. Bobby Orr's power play? No. He went for the monster fish. Ah, oh, fishtails. Wise choice. Very good choice. So this has been the Slam Till Podcast. Has it? It has. It has. Uh, we're on YouTube. Just search for Slam Till Podcast again. Just let me know. Listeners, please let me know if you'd like to see the podcast posted out there, too, because I can do that. And we're still looking for bids. And we're still, oh, no, yes. Not one fucking wussy in our person. Come on. Come on. It's, it's for the kids. You just got to bid $51, and you get a chance to play New England people and kick their ass. You can play Bowen. Yes. You can play Eric Stone. On good games. I will give Chuck that. He has good games. You, you could play Eric Stone, who didn't win anything at Pinburg. You can play Bowen, who lost to an 8-year-old at Papa. 12 years old. Or 13. 13. No, he was 8. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. The more trash talking, it'll get younger and younger. It'll eventually be like a 3-year-old beat him or something. He just popped out of the uterus. He just started flipping and kicked his ass. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. How's that skateball going? Ooh. Ooh. Again, it's all in good fun. Help a good cause. Yes, please. So, fifty-one dollars. If you bid, if you even bid fifty, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going for dollar increment. So, fifty-one dollars will get you a chance to play some middle of the road players. What do you think? I'd say that. Well, not a chance. You? They will be playing. Oh, middle of the road, middle of the road, New England players. Yes, but you, but you get the chance to because if somebody outbids you, then you know. So this has been episode fifty-nine. A shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Dun, 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 dun. One step away from you. You know what that is? No. Ozzy. Oh, okay. Motherfucker, what are you doing? Uh, 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 <laughs> yes, we'll get Ozzy on to do. Ozzy is our guest. Yes, what the fuck? going on? When I was on the tour bus, this place of fucking pinball, I, I didn't remember what it was. It was fucking awesome, you know. And, and I snorted some cocaine on it. It was great. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, again, episode 59, Shot in the Dark. We can be reached at Slam Till Podcast at gmail.com. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube and hopefully someday Twitch. Don't forget, like us on Facebook and like us on iTunes and we can use your emails. We, you notice we talk about everyone's emails. Come on. Come on, bring up. Bring them in emails. We had four. That was good. That was good. That's really good. Plus a lot of messages on Facebook, so we were liking it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Brad Morgan.
Oh my. 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 Oh my.